Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Here's your fun fact. The world-famous Hollywood sign was put in place in 1923 by a real estate developer. Originally meant to stay in place for only 18 months to advertise properties, it originally read Hollywood Land. The sign remained in place long after it was intended to. And in 1949, the word land was removed. Stay tuned for to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts.
provider of quality discount meat products. And look, we have beef loin tri-tip roast for only $4.49. Meat Clown Meat Products, OMG, they're so delicious. And make sure to try new Meat Clown Meat Nuggets. Mmm, you can get crap with Meat Clown. Come on down to Dave's Chillin' and Grillin' at 2152 Colorado Boulevard and get your free meat clown pin. You guys, we, we have an extraordinary time here today. Coming up, listening to Kate Chung, 16.30 a.m., or if you're listening to this on the uh, on the interwebs, it's katechungradio.org. And if you look at that red up there, you click on it, and then it'll show streaming. It'll show a streaming link. So, real fast, last night we had an event. We had a Bloody Bobby's um, event last night, which was so exciting news at Sunspace, this, this, this magical place. It's like Shangri-La. It's like the Shangri-La for all artists. And I think you two would have a blast there. It's in Sunland. Um, it's an experimental theater. It's, um, it's an experience where all kinds of people who are plugged into this kind of higher vibrating consciousness all gather without even realizing it until they have some conversations with each other. And uh, it's just so phenomenal. And so through these various these events that I've been going to, I've been coming across some int- interesting people. And I always like to showcase these intriguing people to you guys so you get a chance to know who they are uh, and you get to be inspired by their work. And uh, I le- ideally go out and, and check them out at some point. So um, first we have here, what, can you please introduce, is it Chris, Crystal's Art, Crystal's Art Love? Crystal's Art Love. Can you please speak close to the Check, check one, two. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, it's a crystal part now. We're going on 11 months. 11 months. When did you, when were you first inspired by, by crystals, or how did that, did you have a vision, or how did you come across that? Um, I used to walk downtown LA, um, and I would come across the farmer's market, and, uh, an old man uh, would, would be selling these stones, and uh, I didn't know much about crystals then. And I asked, you know, what are these? And he told me they're uh, magical stones. You know, I told him, are, are you kidding? You know, and he's like, of course, you know. And he started introducing more geo- geo- the geological aspect of rock, meaning, you know, 
like how they're formed. Um, so um, I don't know. I just uh, I was just curious at that time. But uh, then I started buying some and I started giving them away. Uh, I felt you know it's cool to just give gifts because uh, I have a long time drawing and I would give everything I had instead of uh, I, I felt like when I see it in my room. And the walls, I feel like I think someone else would appreciate it more than than, than I would, because I would I just keep going after another one and another one, and I feel like some people to this day have a certain peace of mind that they they treasure, and I think that's the most important part about this whole uh, reality that uh, you 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 leave, you leave behind a piece of something that created positivity or, or happiness or a, a memory that, that brings joy to, to someone's, you know, uh, life. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm into crystals because they're, they're, they're living, con- they're, they're living consciousness. Um, they're, they're not just uh, still and they have uh, earth vibration, which is very important to us. Um, we are deprived of that, this energy by the rubber in our shoes. And we don't spend a lot, a lot of time outside enjoying the sun. Um, so that's another aspect. So the crystal will, will amplify um, in your in your chest or your your wrist or your fingers, and it will help you. It will help your aura. Um, it's helping me a lot. You know, I have awesome dreams. Um, I dream of crystals now, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, or, or on the side of the bed. Um, and uh, we don't have any rituals or anything. Um, we, we're not. Well, I'm not into white magic or black magic. But what, what texture is telling me? I go by heart. You know, uh, it's, it's nothing. Uh, it's, it's not a, a cult. It's not. It's not even new age spiritualism. To be honest, um, I've been considered someone that is is, is into that. But um, I, I study a lot of things, uh, and I stay I stay a metalhead through and through. Uh, I'm a musician. Um, and I just make jewelry <laughs> for people, you know, that, that's what it is. And, and I love jewelry, too, and um, um, like we were mentioning in the roof, you know, we probably live past lives. You know, I told you I think I'm a pharaoh of, of some sort, you know, uh, not not necessarily ruling people, but my energy. Who I am inside makes me feel very comfortable in this in this uh, hold of, of self-awareness and self-strength self, uh, that only comes within the heart, you know. Uh, and it, it, I, I think pain does, does give you that, that, that door to open, but uh, it, it takes a lot of will to overcome the pain, too. Do you feel that you uh, use that knowledge that you've learned, all the spiritual knowledge you've learned, do you uh, plug that into the crystal? <laughs> um, you know what? I do I do put intention. Um, I create with, with the intention of spacing uh, out or, or tuning out of this realm, like a... Uh, I don't think of anything while I'm weaving. I don't think of anything. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just the atom that, that has no no judgment. Uh, it's, you know, uh, I, I don't. I've been doing this a long time. Meaning, uh, I, I take walks. I close my eyes and I visualize the street. Visualize if I could see the person or the car. If it's in the right spot when I open my eyes, and I got really good at it. So uh, I think any skill, even the weirdest. To become a skill, and it, it will advance other things inside your your body. Um, well, the more you tune it in, the more that perception becomes this. Uh, it's like a radar. You know, you get that spidey sense tingling. You you can get the the feelers out there farther and farther each time. Yeah, but um, I, I want to let them 
Yeah, well, my skill kind of came from from me believing that I could do something great, and I just I didn't I didn't really try so hard in in this physical realm. I was just staying joyful um, within myself, regardless of external circumstances. And I I will act upon it, you know, and do things that that will will make me feel better, like um, meditating or writing. Or you know what I was good at, and writing was always that. And then through that, I guess I was guided to to this this skill, this art that came from just being inspired to meet someone who I could who I could resonate with, and and someone who wanted to better themselves and become more in tune with what we what truth is, what we are, and that's what the Christ. Like I only had that connection with the crystals, you know. Like they, they introduced me to that, to something beyond this world, and then it manifested through through a physical being, this person, and now I'm with all of you here, you know. And so it's growing, and my skill is growing too, and it, it feels really great. That's really awesome. Now, um, how long does it take for you to generally make? Like that, right? no, uh, I'd say about now, like 20, 30 minutes, and then for one with more detailed, like really nice work would take about an hour. Whoa. But it's like, yeah, like this one would take about an hour or two. Yeah, it looks like a heart. <laughs> and it's a, it's a Moldavite stone, a, a meteorite. Meteorite? Yeah. We're just talking about meteorites. Yeah. Meteorites. Meteorites. Yeah. 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 So we have formerly alien here. Now I met these these uh, these amazing uh, intergalactic extraterrestrials when I was at the Sun Space as well. Another magical place that we just where that was the same magical place where we had the uh, the screening last night. Yeah, and so I mean just that that fact of like just being there and it's just uh, I don't know. It just feels so good. So how did you two uh, end up coming together? How did you form this project? Uh, it's 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 fun to watch you guys talk actually about um, manifesting life, art, and love, like, and seeing it new about and being another person, you know? Like, you know, a lot of our, the reason we came together was through, like, connecting through music, which appeared to be this other kind of space um, that we were able to share that were not physical, and um, we leaned into it, and then the world started changing around us, um, and the idea for this came um, to examine the world, this, this physical world we live in from a great distance, from a spaceship um, setting off in search of a new home and looking back at the world that we've left behind. And, um, and so, well, I lost my train of thought. Well, that's, that's how it, it began, I guess, and then um, and then we realized the, the potential was really limitless for the experience that we could create when we 
through a music show. We didn't want it to be just a rock show. We wanted to bring people into the world that we had found and that we were sharing together. So we started to to throw shows here in LA that were um, in people's homes and in pop-up spaces and create a little bit of a stiff environment for them to step into and they would come in costume and, and uh, we'd all kind of share something for an hour or so, um, which we were blown away by the power of that. And so we're just really starting off on this journey together, but um, it's still all about the music, it's all about the songs. And, and the, the sound that we can create for this as a duo, and so we're really happy to be here today to share it with you. Thank you so much. This could be the first time we've ever actually had a real life live band in the studio, and um, exciting. You guys are going to be on the show. I was really hoping you guys were going to be on the show, and I was like, okay, this is great that we're going to be able to connect these cosmic minds together, introduce them to one another, and just see what kind of synchronicities and magic just rise out. And, and the listener right now actually being able to experience it in real time, which is really exciting. In fact, we can actually archive the magic and actually have it right there is this documentation. I just love that idea. So uh, I just want to say something real quick to, uh, we have, we have um, one of our representatives from uh, Nuclon Industries here. Did you want to say a couple of words concerning Nuclon Industries? Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to remind you if you're tuning in now, uh, Make sure to purchase some high-quality Nissan product solutions. They're going to be very cheap. You're not going to spend a lot of money, but it's going to be high-quality products. Please now www.nissanbuttons.com. That's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. one of our sponsors last night. Thank you. Now, what kinds of... Because I can imagine only in... I mean... You know, a crazy Broadway kind of musical experience where it's just you're barraged by all kinds of crazy stuff, projection screens, and spooky Um Are these some of the, the ideas you guys possibly thinking about too with the direction? Yeah. You know, we don't really want to stage musical, but we think there's some, there's possibility in like the theater of rock and roll um, that allows people to imagine something bigger than what they are now. You know, and it, and the same way that we imagine ourselves is bigger on stage. You know, it allows us to like feel to to be larger than our bodies and bigger than our limitations, right? Um, so, yeah, fireworks. You know, confetti cannons, like big set pieces, dancers, horns. Um, Anything along that level that allows us to imagine that, like the way that we communicate through music, can be multi-dimensional. You know, it's not just I'm playing this song, which is beautiful. I mean, obviously the music is central to this project. All the emotions are very honest. And it's a real story, but you take that and then you expand upon it, and you create an imaginary universe that all this takes place in. You can accomplish a lot more. You can reach deeper by by. Um, igniting people's imaginations, you can open them up to like bigger possibilities for their own lives, and to seeing this world as something maybe bigger than appears on the surface. Yeah, you you create it all together. Absolutely, I, I've seen that since we started this, and, and I never really specifically followed um, concept albums or you know like theater rock in any way, but I've, I've seen like um, like Coheed and Cambria and Twenty One Pilots. They're all like based in these imaginary worlds. 
Um, and and uh, and what I've learned is that not only do the creators of the music write these worlds, but the listeners give them so much of the information that it's built from. Um, they hear it, they, their hearts are set on fire, and like whatever energy that pushes out, like informs the story. And like it becomes this kind of feedback loop, you know? I could, I, I'm getting visions of like a polyphonic <laughs> situation where you get, where it's like showing the community of, you know, it's like Star Trek, there was this enterprise, it was a huge ship, and yet we only saw the life of these little people in that one little space. Yeah. Where, where are all these other people, and what are their lives like? You know, what are they, why don't we ever show that would be interesting movie, uh, TV show concept, destroying the lives of the communities? Living on these ships that they're floating out there in space. So I can imagine this kind of thing from electronic sphere. Like, there you are, and it's like, and now here are the citizens who live on this ship, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could be this crazy situation. Right? Yeah. Or is it like you're saying, this sound like, oh. Yeah, and we, you know, the way that we frame the show is that everyone who's there is a passenger on the ship with us. And everyone has a job on the ship, you know, or a purpose. You know, to help this mini little society run. And so, as people come in costume, and people take um, names, like they'll, they'll take a job title or something, mm-hmm. just to like, you know, just like be there with us. Yeah, yeah. But then, even like for people who aren't necessarily performers or artists, like even it's like it's like Halloween. You, know, you get a little, a slice of time where you can tend to be somebody else and like yeah. see what that feels like. You know? I want to ask you a um, So you you played last night, and you played basically organized. You got all the artists there, you got all the musicians there, and that's from how years of doing this thing. Yeah, so it's been about a decade just about organizing events, the all different about locations and various types and just kind of letting people be and you know just willing to be able to not only experience That kind of stuff going on last night. Good things happening. Wow, that was so crazy. That came out so much better than I expected. In a way, I didn't know what to expect. I knew we had artists, we had musicians, we had the movie, we had we found the guest star, and like half the crowd was dressed as clowns, and then like you know most of the other half by the end of the night were painted up as clowns. Yeah, and everybody. Contributing more and more to the cinematic universe that is being built for them. Well, um, can we hear a song by you guys? I'd love to hear a song by you guys. Yeah. 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 Yeah
transport systems, delivering us to a better tomorrow. Outside the door, no campus doors. Guess I made mistakes before. 
I want to ask you guys the, the, the extraordinary theory uh, makers you are. Have you ever had any uh, extraterrestrial uh, experiences or investments or. or uh, well, I could begin by saying I've never seen that before. And um, seeing it live, it's very interesting how you guys use uh, everything you, you have. And it made me feel something. And when music makes you feel something, um, I think it's just uh, you're, you're, you're godly right now. Right? You're, you're godly. Like, uh, I'm a god. My, my wife's a god. And then we always uh, we always have this little uh, this little fun uh, time running into other gods, you know that uh, um, you know I, I do I do believe that everyone's a god, but uh, it, it takes oneself to understand that they are for them to to truly become it. Uh, and your sound is beautiful. Um, like I want to copy your CD. You know, like, or, you know, um, I want to see you live, you know, like, multiple times. You know, uh, the, the name, the name is, is very, 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 very uh, appropriate to you guys. Because <laughs> you guys are now experiencing the human experience. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, uh, we, we're, we're very pleased. And uh, I'm going to let her speak. You know, it's truly triggered something in, in my heart space, and I feel like that's what it takes to to be in tune with that that ET signal that we have that comes from our pineal gland. We all have it. If you put awareness to it, you can reach these levels of expression and connection. Thank you. I mean, it's it's really real hard to right now. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to play. You know, it's always different um, playing music because it's not just the song. It's not just your body. It's really like what you're channeling in that moment. And it's cool to think about like where the music came from. We were talking about you were talking about this earlier in the lobby. Like this music is not something that I consciously like sat down and wrote. It's just like it just came through. You know, like from wherever. But like. At the time, like, when Kira happened to be very focused, very centered, and feeling like actually a lot of love and acceptance for the world and for myself. And so, just by opening up a little bit wider, this big waterfall of music came out. Um, and it was just an, all that I could do to like hang on to it. And I was like, can I get this to the guitar? But, uh, and now to be able to recreate it and still like feel that sense of openness, like the music comes and then people feel it, and like it makes it better. Like it starts ringing. Like even I don't know, did you have that experience yeah, in you? Yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. It's a real, it's a real honor to be with you guys here. So thank you. There is a buzzing in this room, and I think some of the people in the at-home audience can probably feel a sense that too. Is everybody got yeah. got a round robin? Everybody got, got to contribute a little something, and then music came in and, and, and gone. And there, there is an absolute change in the frequency. Yeah, yeah. 
we look at the dog and, you know, he's scrambling and he falls, and we run to it, and we see its last breath. You know, we're just looking at it, and we see, we see it die, and, and we go home, we tell our parents, we tell our friends, hey, we saw a dog. Then later on at night, my, my brother tells me, hey, um, I think that dog was going to attack us. And, and I said, why? You know, think about it. It was sprinting towards us. There was nobody around, and it was under a bridge, too. So, for the dog to spring into the street, that truck had to be there at the right time for that to happen. Because I know that dog. That dog was always chained up, and it was, it was uh, owned by, by uh, gang members, and they got out. So, it, it, you could only imagine, these people train their dogs to, to, to attack. So, uh, yeah, that's a paranormal activity Like I, that I could say... I, I'm still to this day shocked that, oh, and then recently I'm talking about this with her, and we see a pit bull's face in, in, a, in a car, in a truck. Someone had a pit bull, you know, and, and I'm talking about the pit bull. You know, I, and uh, come on, like, this is not a coincidence. You know, uh, even right now I'm getting chills because what if that truck wasn't there? <laughs> you know, like, and, you know, to be honest with you, I would, I would risk my life to save my brother. You know, I would, I would step up. But if something else stood up and got that truck to, to get the dog for me. It, it's weird. Like, um, I could tell you so many incidents, you know, uh, that, that these close encounters with, with just having the right attitude towards life and, and, and making the quick choices when you make them now. You, you don't wait on it. You don't procrastinate, you don't overthink the situations, you just you follow your heart, and the heart always has you at the right time, like the heart is there for you beating, always constantly giving you this air, giving you this, giving you everything, really and, um, yeah this this, this, this dog, you know uh, it's, it's amazing what, what life could, could teach you and after that day, you know uh, I kept thinking about it, and, and then the the white orb appeared again, you know, uh, and it was very interesting. After after the dog, the white orb appeared. Yeah, like like three years later, like three years later. You said it was just a, a hazy. No, it's vivid. It, it, it's as bright as that light. Is that what? Do you can you think of commonalities where like it either happened only usually only in the daytime or in the nighttime or certain? They were all in the daytime. They were all in the same spot. No. Um, I was in the hallway the last time it occurred. Oh, I'll, I'll share the story. So real quick, I was with a with a, with a girl that was very negative. She was very um, possessive. Uh, and I don't know why I was into that, but I was I, I was lost myself. So, anyways, uh, this one day I was just yelling out to the sky. You know, um, I don't want to hurt this person. I don't want to break this person. But this person is getting under my skin, and I don't know how to deal with it. And I was literally to the sky, you know, and and um, next thing you know, you know, she holds my hand and tells me sorry or whatever, and we're walking, and I'm telling you, the orb came, got our hands, brought them up, and I didn't feel my hand letting go, but at the moment that the, the, the hands were above, they were separate, and to me, that was like, what, like, how did that happen, and she, of course, was like, pale, white, and kept asking me, what was that, what was that? And me, I, I, I knew what it was, you know, it was the white orb. But uh, 
yeah, I think if you generate enough power within you and you act from the bottom, like like this this, this emotion that that nothing could harm you, that nothing could break you. It, I don't know, the spirit or the ether comes and, and shows you, does things that drastic, drastically changes your, your perspective of life. You know, I don't see this as a room here just with lights, tables, bottles, guitar. Like, I see vibration right now. Like, it's all moving. It's all fluctuating within, out, and in. There's nothing that's separate. You know, it's kind of like thinking of that quote that we, we, we have known each other in all these different past lives. You know, as Nostradamus says, it's all... They're all the lives are, you know, it's now. It's all happening right now, just in these different... And just thinking about, like, holy cow, how crazy would that be if we had a past life regressionist in here to, like, have us each go down and go, how did we, you know, were we like a band of pirates, on, you know, out there in the world? Are we uh, traveling minstrels, you know, across the medieval times? Oh, we, you know, yeah. what would be that? Yeah. Or, or what, what about, like, uh, she mentioned that we're, we're experiencing all those experiences right now. It's just like... Uh, yeah, like, uh, explain. Um, I'd say, or he, okay, so this came from researching the Merkaba, and this is uh, a... Researching what? The Merkaba, have you heard of that? No, what is that? It's a platonic solid or 3D, a 3D um, form that has all the platonic solids on them, and when they connect, they create a... Um, like a, a grid sort. You just have to see the photo. But you can see that the um, the grid forms a, a perspective like shape. You know when you're drawing and you, you draw those two lines? It forms that when they all connect. So it shows that all possibilities are present in, in the middle way. This thing? Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. What is the, when you connect all the, it's called a certain thing, and I want to show you guys that exact photo, photo. but it's, it's a, a, a shape that we all contain, that even the earth contains, and this, this is our vehicle for our spirit to, to be, to express, because our spirit is not inside of us. We're just the body right here, but something is is like channeling messages through us for us to express, and it's through that vehicle called the Merkaba. Now, do you do you guys? I get the idea that you two uh, like appreciate synchronicities and those kinds of amazing, you know, magical <laughs> instances. What's the what's the closest kind of uh, synchronicity that you've had most recent that you that you encountered either of you two or together? Or it just made you go, oh my God! This epiphany just strikes you. Anything like this orb story, for instance? Or yes. For us, it's been a, a, a sort of acknowledgement of, of how long we've been, how long we've known each other, and um, there's this. So I, I met Amy ten years ago, and um, through music also, she's coming through town. This is a hard, I don't really spread the story, but we've been like, we've been seeing like energy centers like in places around this country, right? And we keep looping back around these like very specific places. There's this like spot in Echo Park, and there's this place in New York, and there's, um, 
And so we keep finding ourselves like at these locations together. Um, and when we were sort of examining like where, how, how, we became, how we came from far apart to like finding each other, we, we realized that that <laughs> I was going to tell the wet year wedding story. Yeah. So Amy was married um, uh, seven years ago. And at her wedding, a friend of ours played a song that I had written. Um, I wasn't at her wedding, but uh, she had asked her friend to play this song that I had composed. So I was like there with her um, while she was the show, like singing, you know, like with my heart. This is like the truest song I had written to that point. And so later, we we realized like over similar things like that that we had been with each other this whole time. But it took, it, sometimes it takes a while, you know, for you to like lean into the path that like is like there for you, you know. Um, so, I mean, but the thing is, like, once you start seeing synchronicities, you see them everything. Else. Yeah. Like, you, you you just have to allow yourself to believe that like everything is happening because you're manifesting. You know? Yeah. So, it's great when you make those connections. You you connect those dots and you go, I see this crazy thing that's happening before my very eyes, and then you link it up and you go. Ah, that's because of this very specific thing I was thinking about with total abandonment and total excitement, you know, two days ago, or I was just mentioning it earlier today, and here comes this thing out of this like, completely surprised circumstance. I used to think it was weird or, like, notable, and then it was just like, oh, this is just how it works. Like, if you're listening, like, that's just what it is. And it's cool. I mean, it's still exciting um, because it's, like, fun to see patterns as, like, pattern recognizers, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to add to that, you know, uh, talking about synchronicity. Um, we met before, too. Uh, so, the farmer's market I mentioned earlier, uh, during Christmas, she had visited, too. You know, not, not together, but, you know, uh, we didn't know each other at the time. And then uh, I bought a. To teach me how to rap because I was really into it, and I I would always ask questions to the artist, you know, what, how they got into it, and um, I was like, okay, yeah, sure, and it turned out the same person that he would speak to, but I never went back to to that person. So a couple of amateurs is what I bought at a table at the art walk, and I she's wearing it now. But uh, yeah, the story is very interesting. So we were at the table, and uh, she didn't have enough. She didn't have enough money to purchase it. So uh, I ended up getting it, and uh, she complimented it, and I said thank you, and I walked away. You know, uh, I, don't, I didn't really look at her or anything, but uh, I, I just, uh, I, I always, like I said earlier, I always give stuff away. So I felt like giving the crystal away, but I just bought it, and, and it cost me $35. So I, at the time, I was like, nah, you know, I'll keep it, you know? But I felt guilty. I, I felt guilty. It was weird. But um, two years later, I'm in college, and I, I draw, you know, in, on campus, and people compliment it, and I give them the art, you know. So it's funny. She walks by, compliments the hummingbird, and then uh, she walks away, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm not done with the drawing. So I finished the drawing, and I ended up giving it to someone else, and then I meet her, like, uh, I see her two days later, and I wave hi to her, and she's wearing a crystal. I forget the crystal. Okay, kind of. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, I'm wearing one too. And uh, we start talking, and um, you're wearing the amethyst. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, so 
I used to buy a lot of crystals, and I used to lose every single one of them except except that one. But coming back to the story, uh, she recalls the story two weeks after we meet in college, and I say, "Oh, damn, it's me!" You know, we were there, so we were together before we saw the two purple amethyst. And I felt guilty for not giving it to her, so now I meet her again, and now I give her the crystal and myself, my 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 uh, my skill, my who, who I am. You know, uh, she gets to to, to experience me twenty four seven, and uh, I think she I don't know she's always inspired by me, and I'm always inspired by her, and I think that's how any relationship with anyone it has to be. You know, you have to inspire each other to be better. To, to focus more, to, to, to love more, to, uh, to, to create more. Because um, we're creators at the end of the day. And uh, synchronicity, I think it, it, that's what it was. You know, uh, it brought us back together, a crystal. And now we, we wrap crystals way better than what I purchased it for. And I would give it to you for less price. So that's very, that, that, that right there is, is, I think it's love for the art. Um, I make my money elsewhere, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch cars if I have to. I, I, I used to do the grimiest of work to, to, feed, to feed my family and myself. So I'm not afraid to get down and dirty. But guess what? Now I know that money is energy, so now I use my brain. <laughs> I don't use my hands no more. You know, I used to believe that my hands would get me everything. Nah, it's the brain because everything's inside. You know, and then you use your heart, and it, it becomes paradise right here and then. You know, um, look, I, we have so much. We're so blessed that we could be here at a radio station um, with no uh, worries. You know, no uh, no stresses. Like we're here having the time of our lives, and when we leave, we're still having the time of our lives. Not because of what we have, what we own, but the attitude we give towards life. That's the most important part. And that's what brings you the synchronicities. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. truly does, because you're focused on on what your heart desires, and and you believe that you're worthy of it, so it gives it to you. God is always there, like within you, experiencing you, and and you get to communicate with yourself. I want to ask Brian, what's the most recent synchronicity you've encountered? Oh, good question. Oh, before that, I, w- I want to go back to the thing I mentioned earlier about the harmonica player. I want to mention that he is primarily into like grindcore music, so I just want to point that out that uh, you know things aren't always as they as they seem. You know, someone who's like really into like his heavy and just thrashing grindcore sound, and you know he does some amazing you know kind of psychedelic kind of horror artwork, and you know apparently plays the harmonica. You know, and so you know I, I just want to show that to people that. All these things can develop within a person. Uh, but the most recent synchronicity is, I think, last night at Sunspace, where Patrick uh, Pax, who is the director of The Warlords, The Wall, uh, a TV series that you can find on YouTube, uh, he did a backing video of him and Ikara. He composed the backing video with uh, the artwork of. A part-time collaborator of mine and working, uh, Adrian Lucero. So Adrian did all the artwork uh, for the video. Patrick put it together, 
weird feeling, right? But I mean, it's the same thing as saying something that comes from your heart and you're not thinking about it and it just like pours out or like when you're working, you know, it's not like you're thinking about it turning, you know, it's like it's just doing it, you know? And so it was cool, like, I have a song that I've been working on for a bit and then I revisited it during this period when it was coming through and I just sat down. And he started playing it, and the rest of the song just came out, like, in one breath, you know? And it was, like, something that I agonized for, like, a long time. And then just, like, relaxing the mind and, like, and really, like, listening to everything that's coming. And it's just, like, yeah, like, here it is. It's interesting. I noticed that, like, you, you kind of, uh, it becomes less of a forceful thing when you're not thinking of the end, or 
you know, sometimes when you're not trying to think of all the pressure of like what it possibly could be and just focus on, okay, let's reel it in, let's go right from the heart, let's just see, let's just stand right in and watch the geyser kind of let's go for the ride on you. I'm imagining it's a whale, right? <laughs> 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 Pretty much, I think there's a lot of life experience that we just feel a rush of energy. And, and I think we get scared of it, you know, because it's a lot. It's a lot of information. It's a lot of power. And so, you know, it's like holding a fire. Like you said, like, you can, but if you're not prepared for it, you feel dangerous. Yeah. It's scary, you know? Um, this just popped in my head too, like the simultaneous experience I have, realizing a lot of the stuff that we're talking about now is like the the emotional content for a lot of these this music comes from a long time ago in my life. Like it's like trauma from adolescence. And and like previously sort of un uh, like what do you call it? Repressed, like um, painful memories, you know? And if you open this fire you know, um, you can feel those feelings from the past, you know, like rushed through you too. Yeah. And so in the process of creating this stuff, it came with, I think the reason that it became, felt so important is that it came with like decades old emotions that hadn't been like, like love yet, you know, a pain that hadn't been incorporated yet. And so as that came through, and these feelings from like 20 years ago, and just being like, oh, just like you're open, you're open to it, you know, like all of that stuff comes through, and it sort of lets you see that the nature of time is just kind of like flat, like thing, you know, where like it's right there too, but like through music, I was able to like reach back and like tap that stuff, like pull it through three times. Wow. It's weird. Is that the same way you feel about quality uh, meat products that we've <laughs> <laughs> The power that one might get from a high-quality button product is the same power that, that I believe we're all talking about. <laughs> the power that was there, you know, since the beginning of time. <laughs> that we all need to tap into. So, speaking of tapping in, tap into www.jcartel.com. Order today. <laughs> It's a rarity where it's a live sponsorship. It's a live sponsorship. Like they said back in the olden days. Yeah, in the olden days. Where they talk to them and be like, you know, Crisco, it's what you need for baking. Now back to the show. And it feels like no break in it. It's just like they're right on the show. Yeah, yeah. They just incorporate it. Oh, by the way, Joe, where did you take your tires? Well, we take my tires. We do have to think of some like some salutations and insults for the future. Oh yeah, because they change over time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
guys have uh, uh, created great dynamics in, in your music. Thanks. I appreciate I appreciate the comings and goings and the thought provoking. Yeah. Thanks. It's it's real fun to play. The melodies and the, the harmonies and the, oh my god, it's just so fun to listen to. I can only imagine what that's like in like a 5.1 Well, yeah, sure. It's called a harmonium. Um, and for those listening at home, it basically looks like an expanded accordion. It's like a box that you pump from the side and push it, push it there through. And then I get to play a little tiny piano looking keyboard on top. So it's very portable, which is why we. And, uh huh. Yeah, it belongs to my aunt, and it, it, it too has a little quick synchronicity story where she lost track of it, and I wanted one uh, over the winter, and I offhandedly mentioned to my younger brother in Silver Lake that I was going to buy one on the internet, and he said, I have one in the living room, go check it out. And so he told me I could take it home, and I brought it home, and then my aunt was going to play cello on a tune with us at a, at a little pop-up show, and she walks in and goes, that's my harmonium. <laughs> I lost track of it. I thought I gave it away. Yeah, it's beautiful. I wept. It was such a cool moment. <laughs> what were you going to say? I cut you off earlier. Hmm. Oh, you were talking about 5.1. I just wanted to, to say that we're, wor- we're working on a record right now. Mm-hmm. Although this is like, it's such it's a joy to perform the music. I mean, it's one thing to do it to perform with people, you know, to like share it. And then, so we've been trying to put it on the record, the feeling, like the feeling of listening to it is like one thing, and sometimes it's hard to capture. But maybe we can uh, perhaps uh, try out recording in a, in a small environment, a small dedicated crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're recording like a big record with like drums and horns and like the whole shebang. Yeah. 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 What's it called? Midnight Cultures? Uh-huh. Um, uh, what's it called? That's the one where he records live. Not that's the Midnight Yeah, we recorded live through a small group of his friends. You know, mm-hmm. like, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. I think what, we'll finish this big record, but we also have plans to make this a smaller version of it. Um, mm-hmm. See what that feeling is. You know, it's a different kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, so it's too telling you should probably start skipping on out here. Are there some last things you'd like, guys would like to talk about, let's say, ways for people to find you. Okay, so uh, we uh, have a website, um, we're crystalsartlove.com, and we also have an Instagram, we're, uh, we're very, uh, we're highly available, um, um, we, we do have uh, time to craft, but uh, it's our priority to, to help people, you know, uh, have these, you know, as quick as possible. Uh, I feel time is an illusion, so uh, I create my time. <laughs> so uh, I have time for everything and nothing at the same time, I think. Uh-huh. And also, uh, I do want to say that uh, we're going to be giving everyone here in the room uh, a necklace. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll grab one. Um, and I do want to say that uh, giving 
uh, is a big part of receiving. Right? That's what I want to leave them with. You know, giving. You always have to give. Even a, a thought, a thank you, a, 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 you're excellent. You know, a, a smile. There's so many ways you could give. You know. This exchange, I was just talking with uh, so, well, Patrick actually. Uh, he uh, wanted to help me out with my with my event. He said, "Oh well, what what can I what can I do uh, to help you out? What can I do for you?" So, and he, I guess he originally thought that he, you know maybe I needed someone to uh, do a, a sound based thing with me live. I said, "You know something that I, that I really wanted to incorporate with the show, but I haven't had time to yet, is to incorporate visuals, video." And knowing him, he, he does video stuff. Uh, he's like, yeah, I can do that. Okay, well, why don't we do this? Why don't I I'll make a video for you so you can play a backing video for your events? And in exchange, you know, you give me something. Say, that that's great. Okay, because it, then I, I I not only get to you not only get to get something as well, but I get to give something to you. Yeah. So it's just you know I get to experience both things at the same time. You know, and you get to be on both. The giving and receiving opposite ends of, of each spectrum, and so I so as as a gift I gave him uh, DJ duties, so that's why he was he was, oh, DJ, he was DJing last night, and so that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to play some some music. It's always great, you know. One of the big things of uh, of me from the industries that uh, is, we've been heard hearing through the of years is the mutually beneficial, you know, that that reciprocation that. Uh, it's just great, you know. I think like I just foresee that this society is going to turn into a bartering system more than anything else, just so people can get around all kinds of other things where they're just going, okay, well, here's my talent. I I would like you know those apples over there, and so you're you're great at growing the apples. And uh, do you need someone to you know I don't know? Do you need someone to build you something, or do you need someone to draw your picture, or you know here here's what I can offer you in exchange for that? And I think that it's kind of going to turn into more of that. At least that's the utopian thing that I'm doing. So it's like Burning Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Burning Man is a whole... It's like a society already. Like, uh, they have their own rules and... I guess... I don't know, I've been looking into that. Uh, if you're into some creepy stuff, that's the place to go. But, uh, like, uh, I think that that society is not going the right way. Um, it's more like the Venus Project. That's the, the way you need to go. Well, uh, like you said earlier, give people you know duties, um, but I feel it won't it won't it won't resemble employment. It will be like who likes and shines in whatever they're doing, you know. And yeah, it's energy. And and if we're able to mold and create our own and like harness our own energy, then we can exchange with others who are also doing so. So I, I believe we're transforming the monetary system because that's it's like a, a basic level of programming that that we all have. And if you if you use your imagination and imagine things beyond that, then you you connect with with any talent. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, bring Phil Rao into your mix. Phil uh, Rao is a great man because he um he he went to start he he started society and everything to be enlightened with the, with the, with the uh, towel, you know. Uh, so he actually voluntarily left all his millions and millions of dollars to do that. So, uh, and he, I don't know, if someone is willing to do that and then come back and be a millionaire again, like, what does that tell you, you know? Like, uh, 
Uh, the reason why I bring him up is because he says money is energy. So uh, if, if you neglect money, if you think money is bad and all this, money has a conscience too. So money is not going to be attracted to someone that says, hey, money, you're ugly, you're unimportant. No, no, no. So you know what? It's a tool. It, it, it's an exchange of energy. So guess what? You know, I love money. You know why? Because I could circulate it around. I could buy things that I could probably help others. Because greed is a thought. It's not the money itself. You know, if you have um, evil tendencies inside, uh, a water bottle could be a weapon. <laughs> so it's, it's attitude, you know. I come back around to saying it's attitude towards money, towards yourself, towards your success. You know, I, I get it. You know, people don't want to be all millionaires, but find your success within yourself that makes you happy, that makes you... You wake up in the morning and you love yourself. You love everybody around you. You, you love even things that don't... You know, the, the hardest part is to love things that you hate. That's the hardest part, and I think once you, you fix that, you start realizing that others will follow because, hey, we're, we're dealing with osmosis here. We're dealing with auras. We're dealing with energy around you. Like, if you tap into the source, you become like a walking Jesus Christ. People cannot help but to feel your vibration, to feel who you are, and then they will say, I want some of that. And then you know, you've got to tell them the truth how it is. You know, you've got to fix your, your inner demons, your inner sins. And, and just remember that you are the light that is always shining around you. Yeah. We all have millions existing within us. We just have to un- uncover them through, through, I feel, connecting with these aspects of us, you know, and, and transforming them. It's kind of fun thinking about that idea of like the parallel universes where it's all these, all every single possibility already exists out there, and it's just up to us to go. Okay, let me just follow the signs that lead me down that path that leads me toward those those highest versions of myself. And it's so cool because what I've noticed is that the more that I'm in tune with with the uh, following my calling, the more I'm coming across people like yourself. The more I'm coming across people like yourself who are doing the same thing. You know, because the light attracts light. And you, you can tell when someone else is listening to the same radio station because you're you're there and you see this person mouthing these words and you're like, hey, I'm listening to it on my radio. Hey, we're listening to the same vibration. Cool. Now we can talk on this frequency now. And it's just so awesome how that is. It's so good. Like, these are the kinds of conversations that I dream of having, like, all day, every single day of my life. Well, now it's true. Like, everybody in your life where you're going... And it's not some strange thing where you ask, oh, tell me about the, 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 the manifestation of reality you just recently experienced, or tell me about your latest epiphany, or like there have been times where I've been on the, on the street because I, uh, this is transforming into a podcast, or there have been times where I've just asked someone on the street and say, hey, what's your latest synchronicity? Or, and they're like, well, interesting you should say that. You know, well, of course interesting I should say that. Of course you have to have a synchronicity. Because that's the you get going to pay attention to this. You might not know what's going to happen here. There's, there's, there's a treasure trove of information behind this door. You're going to knock on this door and ask, yeah, what the hell? So little do I realize there's some information hiding in there that I never would have had before if I didn't open that door. So thank you guys for coming on. Now, oh, please just let people know how they can find you for the million. Sure. Uh, you can find us uh, on the web at formerlyalien.com and on Instagram at formerlyalien. And uh, that's how you can find out about this record. It's coming out pretty soon. I would love to see at some point a gem that they create that has your, your signal, your 
Do you get on your phone or anything? Can you show them what that looks like just so they can? Because I'm imagining, holy cow, it could be so magical. Oh, what, what were you saying? I, 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 um, I'm doing things like that, man, where I, I want to create very, very uh, intricate and very thoughtful and meaning, meaningful pendants for people based on their personality, their character. Uh, I'm studying personalities and, and through books and stuff and just watching people, you know, and, um, and I want to reach those people that, that are, like, just lost, you know, uh, they're very, uh, withheld within and whatnot. I mean, it's like a little, it's a maze. If you just tr- trace it with your eyes, every time I was looking, I always traced it. So it's like, I look at that gem and I'm like tracing it with my eye and I mean, it's, it's just so great to get lost in it. It's so cool. Do you have that? that that's the obsidian. I could totally imagine. We made this big, uh, like, LED light-up thing that goes behind us when we play our shows. Uh, uh, and we learned, actually, it's a, it's a, another weird thing in this deal. Um, we, we had this up, and a friend of mine just recently um, left his production job to go back and study physics, because he wants to be a physicist. And he brought all his, he brought all his students to our show, and he's like, your logo is a physics problem, and the answer is one. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's like a... This, yeah, it's this thing. It's like when a when a when a satellite uh, passes around a body in space, and then it, it enters the orbit and then it leaves, uh, as opposed to orbiting. It's weird. Yeah, this just came out of wherever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was like whatever. It's like the symbol. But then he explained to me that it has some other kind of. Now, you guys even made me understand what a Merkaba was, and it's a it's a spaceship. It's a spaceship that we we live to, and I it's it's made by our feelings, our thoughts, and you're we're all traveling in the spaceship within ourselves, where the galaxy exists within ourselves, and we meet in this Earth, the middle section of of all possibilities, and we get to share it with each other and exchange these creative things with each other. A Merkaba in America. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that this is just a big sandbox, a big plate, plate of a Merkaba in Mer- America. <laughs> All right, well, having said that, um, I think we're going to bust down here. Oh, Nicholas. We have got Captain Nicholas, who's been, who's been uh, moving things around here. And so I just wanted him to have a couple of words, and then Brian's got something to say here. Just introduce everybody to Nicholas. He's important part of the show. Hey, guys. I like to film the cat. No, everyone has been so inspirational today. I, mean, for, I never know what I'm going to walk into. I mean, every time I'm like really happy, I'm like, I can find everyone. So, I mean, everyone's always on the right thing. And you and I were just talking about recently how, like, the. I used to. Yeah, just. Push up, pull it out of people. Now they're they're just volunteering it. Yeah, it's just calling us. It's just calling us. And everyone's just like they're already there. They're already talking about it. It's just such a short game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm speechless, but thank you guys. Thank you. Holding it all together.
And then, and Brian, uh, what would you like to share? And then we're going to have a few words from you, Brian, and then we're going to close it. Oh, yes. Well, I am doing a, an event next Sunday, the 11th, at, um, at the Redwood Park, the Dark Rituals, Dark Rituals Monthly, uh, presented by Records and Nazian. It's a synth-punk, industrial, death rock, and uh, pure electronic hell show every month. <laughs> <laughs> So that's at the uh, that's at the Redwood on, on Sunday, 11, 11. I also want to thank uh, some Phillies uh, for uh, having me uh, play some hardcore techno and some hard house at Billy's Master on Saturday. This was this past Saturday at the Canby in Reseda. Uh, we had a really great uh, show out there. They had a massive sound system. Highlight was the old man dancing a jungle music with the dark hanging out of his t-shirt. Oh, and uh, that was that was that was a great experience. And they also have uh, a radio show on Dublin every every month called Free Billy's Bail Bonds, uh, worth checking out. So I think the next one's coming up Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, I said uh, me and had a couple things to say and sign out here before the end of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Mekong Valley Network. It's Show at Sunspace was really and amazing. No, 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 thank you again. Everybody, thank you so much. Me, Clown Approved. Thanks to Bloody Bobby. Sorry, Skip. All right, we're going to see. Bloody Bobby was there, too, running around scaring the Jeepers out of there. That's right. That's right. Somehow people survived. All right, we'll see you on your next chat.